0: it's time for the pretty neat podcast
1: happy fight day happy
0: it's fight day no more sleeps Unless I you're me, anic.
1: thank yeah. you, Mister Rannick.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're me, there might be one more sleep. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a quick nap. You know, we still got six hours or so. I'm gonna take care of some yard work after I publish this, and uh, then a little maybe a little nap, maybe a little napperuni.
2: Napping poo. Three yeah. p.m. early prelims. The prelims on ESPN News today. Yeah, <laughs> ESPN News. Who'd have thought? Yeah. <laughs> uh I, and ESPN Plus.
0: I, yeah, you should have seen the uh, the Well, I guess we should just introduce the show, right? This is the pretty neat podcast where we talk about MMA and other pretty neat combat sports things, and just other sports things, and Lord of the Rings things, and Star Wars things, whatever pops into the dom dome. Uh, but we gotta we gotta make PNP picks. And by golly, we already made picks for UFC 279. And then all hell broke loose. <laughs> and then hell broke loose. Do do either of you have like a, a a rather summaristic version of the events that have all occurred? Uh
1: I mean I'll I'll give it a go. <clears throat> yeah. So us, somewhat us... unprecedented, right? So it starts off with the news conference getting canceled. And we have a lot of chatter going around that people were getting into it. Come to find out, right, the UFC didn't plan very well in terms of security. And when you have uh, (laughs) fighters that are beefing on Twitter and um, on social media, things tend to get a little bit out of hand. From what I understand, uh, Cosmot gave uh, Kevin Holland a front kick to the chest. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I heard. (laughs) A front kick to the chest. Lee Jing Lang, the leech, was trying to be uh, the peacekeeper and break everything up. Yes, he was. That makes sense. Daniel Mm -hmm. Rodriguez, uh, who was originally scheduled to fight. Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland uh, are dapping each other up behind (laughs) behind behind the the press conference, you know, behind uh, backstage. So there's no animosity there. And Dana White gets this crazy fucking idea like, you know what? Let's go ahead and mix up the uh, the, three, <laughs> the three, top three the five, fights, <laughs> the top three fights on the, on that pay per view. And oh, by the way, Aaron, what did you say? Eight fighters missed weight. Eight yesterday? fighters
0: missed weight. Yeah, and which they canceled kind of
1: the press conference. This, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, and I, and
2: sorry to cut you off, Aaron. Dana White walks out there and goes, "Hey guys, this isn't going to happen." <laughs> for the, at the press conference, <laughs> that's literally how we started. He goes, "This isn't going to happen." Uh, for everyone's safety, we can't do it. I'm sorry. And then they boo him, and he goes, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what to tell you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, We we didn't re-recap it because we none of this stuff had happened yet. But a lot of the podcasts, a lot of the MMA outlets out there were saying that Kamzat was off, that he's been wound up for the whole week. They were even referring to Embedded specifically about how he just Seems really like over, over. He was like they compared him to Rousey versus Home, which was everything is off with Kamza. Everything is wrong with him. He's saying everything wrong. He's doing everything wrong. And then he loses weight by eight and a half pounds. Weighs in at Holland's
1: weight. (laughs) And like coincidence, maybe too much of a coincidence. Yeah, they were beefing on something. That's where I'm. That's where I'm
2: going
0: yeah and and i mean that's why this whole episode I'm, we'll just i'll cue the dome right now because the whole thing yeah dome this and whole, yeah i'm just yeah i'm not i'm just gonna mix them up um, together somehow and throw it in
2: right there the the door is open you guys are welcome in yeah we're, it,
1: we're in the dome we're already have
2: uh they I have, have cold brew coffee on tap and there's some beer in the fridge help yourself oh, oh my yeah. gosh
0: this is the best best dome to be yeah. in mm. um the domicile uh, We've been bringing that word up a couple times. Don't so, Dom, <sighs> this all feels a, a, a bit sus, as the kids say. Yes, it does. <laughs> and, um, you know, Holland and Chemayev get into it in the back of the presser of an event nobody really gives a shit about. But that fight would be interesting. Nate doesn't want to fight Kamzat, He'd be okay with fighting Ferguson. Is this, a, is this a genius marketing
2: plan? <laughs> or is this just the state of the dome we live in? I don't know if it's a genius marketing plan. <laughs> and with all the runway to say that I do think Dana White is an opportunist who made, a you know, as good of a thing as he could out of a bad situation. Um, part of me thinks that the UFC isn't happier with this result anyway, right? So there's a, a chest kick that no one ever saw between mm-hmm. Hamzat and Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland just so happens for, for some reason to be fighting at 180. For some reason. No, they never explained why that catchweight bout was happening. It just was. Hamzat then weighs in conspicuously seven and a half pounds above the one pound non-title fight allowance. So right on target for that 180 catchweight bout. Everyone associated every everyone If you were just a UFC fan, there's nobody who would rather see Nate Hamzat than Nate Ferguson. You would rather see Nate Ferguson if for no other reason then it's much safer for both of those guys. Yeah. And now it's basically a pick 'em plus 115 for Nate, minus 135 for Tony according to ESPN's website. That's a much, much safer fight for both of them. Nate is not going to get literally killed plus 100 per ESPN or per the UFC. Okay, fine. Um, I, again, part of me just thinks that they're like, you know what? This is better anyway. Mm-hmm. and it, And it may well be. But the other True. part of me thinks that. Maybe I don't know. Could this have been drummed up to try to sell pay per views? Maybe this. Maybe the buys were way down. And I think it's I think it's young testosterone, big dick energy. I don't it's know because we haven't seen. Up. Do you think that Shamaev was all wound up there saying I? I am up to date on embedded. They actually dropped an episode of everything that happened yesterday yeah. and Thursday. Um, rumor just about mill seven, is seven eight hours ago.
0: Rumor mill is us actually hurt. Okay, that he has that he has a leg injury right okay. now. Um, that has prevented him from cutting the weight. Um,
2: they I said know he that, started to cramp up.
0: Yeah, he and and all the shit about him playfully poking at Darren Darren Till. Yeah, with this shit, I'm like, uh, don't don't bucket yourself with Darren Till. Like, yeah. if, you, if your goal is to <laughs> yeah. come in here and be the next big thing, don't look up to Darren Till. That's not the. best. <laughs> no.
2: The man, this that's is, that is spot on analysis. It, if there ever
0: was, it, it's like it's a lot of red flags that makes me want to pick Holland. I I'm not going to. Because yeah, I, I just don't think he wants to win. I mean,
2: Kamzat, hey, a, a ten dollar Saturday morning at the sportsbook flyer on a plus four hundred is not terrible. No. I actually think Kevin Holland has a much better chance of beating him than Nate did. But did I, it? and like, I do think there's a bizarro version of this where you could point to everything weird about the week and maybe he is hurt and he had issues with the weight cut and blah, 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 blah. That maybe Kevin does beat him. I'm not, I'm not picking him. I'm just saying it's not crazy. Whereas there's no version of Nate that beats Toms out probably ever, to be honest with you. Um, I no. don't think Tony was going to be able to beat Lee. I think Tony can beat Nate. Lee Daniel Rodriguez probably the most compelling fight on the card in some ways or on the main card anyway. Um, I, I I don't, I don't know. It, it does. It also kind of does feel like with Kevin Holland, Hamzat Nate, and even Tony, this was something weird was going to happen <laughs>
1: with yeah. those four
2: guys. Like everyone, uh, whether it's in your professional life or your personal life, you know, everyone knows, like, hey, did you hear those Those three people are in the kitchen using the oven? You'd be like, what? And there's not an adult there with them, even if those three people are adults. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it's not to say that the four of them aren't adults, but I, you know, they're four kind of wild cards in a lot of ways. And yeah, especially Holland and Nate Diaz. Hamzat, I mean, he just looks like a fucking psychopath. Look at his face. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Tony Ferguson might be the most stable, but He's known literally he's known for how weird his fighting style is, so these mm-hmm. are also guys in Nate and Tony who have taken so much head damage, right mm-hmm. I, I i don't I don't know <laughs> the unpredictable behavior I guess shouldn't surprise us. No, no, it shouldn't.
0: I think that Lee uh Lee Xing Lang and Daniel Rodriguez are like the real winners here. First of all, I mean, and on top of that, Lee is the real winner here for taking a fight with somebody a weight class practically up.
2: Still like him at the plus 130, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that it's the right odds because he's a weight class smaller. I mean, Lee weighed in at 171 and Rodriguez at 180. And he was the one who called for it to be a catch weight because he's usually a middleweight. Like, it was more for him to cut. So, like, Lee's jumping into a fire with daniel he's he's but but that plus 135 is still enticing uh i think lee is going to be aggressive enough to really pose an interesting threat and both of these guys are going to make a huge name for adjusting you know daniel rodriguez is going to be the guy that was supposed to fight kevin holland the night kevin holland got beat the shit (laughs) <laughs> <Get> the <laughs> shit out of it by Comzat and Lee was supposed to be fighting Tony Ferguson when Tony Ferguson won and Tony Ferguson wouldn't have won you know they'll they'll have a, a new story built off of it which is pretty cool uh, and i like both of them i think they're both uh af- athletes you know in the game <laughs> unlike personalities
1: <laughs> yeah Dude, i don't think they're known for their their uh winning personalities no Dude, uh, you, all of these guys are gonna get some extra cash back yeah. Back. yeah oh, for sure,
2: <laughs> except maybe Hamzat and Kevin Holland yeah Here's yeah brick, dude
0: did did you guys see that the the video I sent you of Lee and Ferguson at that photo op? <laughs> uh, I didn't realize it was a video yeah i'll uh, I'll bring it up here because uh, it's funny. uh let's see
1: inside out too. yeah, it's coming.
0: This, this, (laughs) what Lee does as Tony's walking away, is just hilarious.
2: (laughs) Uh.
1: (laughs) That's that is that is hilarious. (laughs) Uh, So who wasn't it tear your PCL?
2: Wasn't yeah. it Tony who kind of fell off the stage and tore his knee? Yeah, yeah he tripped over yeah. a cable. At, that's right. Before the fifth
0: Khabib fight, well, yeah,
2: one yeah. of the
1: mini Khabib yeah.
2: reschedules. Yeah, Insane. Khabib Ferguson five, which was actually one. Yeah, I,
0: that's why I was saying
2: before, like We're we zero.
0: we are a, a, a cable away from Dustin Poirier coming in to fight. In well, so that was
2: the other interesting thing is apparently that was a discussion, and he was flown out
0: supposedly. If he's I, in oh, the crowd, he? if he's in the crowd, it's because he was flown out. There was reports of him
2: getting on a plane, and he was offered Nate Diaz. I read a whole article this morning about it, and I guess it started with Dustin posting a picture of himself on the scale at one seventy, and then he responded to some fans saying, he, or one seventy five, then saying he could make one seventy by today, which he certainly could. Um, yeah, that's plan. interesting. I think that would have been a bad plan. I, I For, think. For, uh,
0: for for Nate. Du- for Dustin and Nate, I don't think they would have had as much again. I think Ferguson's the ex- is a perfect matchup.
2: Well, for the UFC, it is for sure yeah. because do we? What I was going to ask: Do either of you think that this tells us what the UFC thinks of Tony Ferguson and Kevin Holland? Um, not really. I think what I mean by that is. It, to me, it tells me that they want to keep Tony Ferguson, and they have no issues if Kevin Holland walks away. Is is what it tells me. <laughs> I think they're letting Kamzat and Kevin fight
0: for their their place in the UFC. <laughs> like we only got room for one mouth.
2: They're not gonna. They're not gonna cut Ke- Kamzat.
1: Yeah, I, I think there would have to be some drastic type of situation for that to transpire. To be quite honest, Kevin Holland, right? He's been very vocal. <laughs> and they're like all right we'll 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 feed you to this dude yeah and uh that's what you've been asking for right so here you go well, can you
2: imagine hamzak going to one or pfl or bellator and just destroying everyone <laughs> doing
1: doing like three fight a night gauntlets or something uh, i, I could yeah. see put, him and... put me in bro put me in i mm-hmm. fight next round i fight i fight middleweight welterweight <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was telling Kevin Holland to stick to basketball
0: at the weigh-ins, oh. which was pretty fucked up. And then why? Because uh, of because he's black. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Well, that's fucked up. And you then know? he he also okay. And then he also uh, wouldn't answer female reporters' questions.
1: Now Cosmos? now. So now like we're in some. He questions. he just went
0: up three ranks
2: on my list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Where's where's this thing right here? Who's this asking
1: question? Next question.
2: <laughs> I'm just is this? with you. Who is this? Are Next you, question. Wait, is that a joke? He, or he really wasn't answering female
1: reporters' special Yeah, he really wasn't. Oh, he, that's.
2: <laughs> and he flipped one off.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, right, yeah, well, yeah, sign me he's, up.
1: He's, he's <laughs> Europeans, man. Am I right? Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: he's Europeans. Uh. We should make some picks, though, for sure. Um, I, let's let's just start with the main card. We at least have two that haven't changed. Yeah. Uh, did we pick Walker and Kudalaba? No, no. I think we should. I'm leaning Kudalaba after everything I've seen so far and heard so far. And because he did exactly what we said he might do, which is he stared, like, like he stared Kudalaba down and didn't scream and didn't move and just, like, stood there blankly. (laughs) It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. He he stared down Walker. Okay, yeah. He never does that. He always screams or shouts or paints himself green and, like, scares the other person or does something weird. He just stood
2: stone-faced at him. So he is from Moldova, speaking of Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Moldova. Ah. Yeah, right between the Ukraine and Romania. Nice, nice, peaceful
1: part of the world. Just historically speaking. Yeah, I'm thinking about going there uh, next summer. Yeah, I, I've heard it's beautiful in May.
0: Yeah, yeah. we're planning a Disney Moldova trip ourselves. That's right. I think Kudelab is going to win this by
2: KO in the first round. Uh, he's definitely going to win. I don't know when or how.
1: I am out on the Johnny Walker thing. I'll say that. Yeah, you know, him going to SBG, you know, initially thought that that might be a good thing, but it's really he's stuck in this this phase of like his old style where he was ultra aggressive and then trying to learn something new. And it's just not he cannot transition to that new style. And he just ends up just being indecisive. So mm-hmm. Kudalaba, if he, as long as he's smart, I mean, he's not. I was gonna say he's not the smartest dude. I mean, he he tried to play rope a dope with, with yeah uh, Magomed Magomed Ankalaev, yeah, yeah, one of those Russian dudes. Anyway, <laughs> didn't work out for him either time. Nope, it didn't. I I yeah I just I just think that Walker,
0: he's he's he lets himself get hit and his he's his chin is gone. If he nothing if he, Eon gets through. That's what that's his whole fucking game, is get getting is get through, and he does. Uh And Magomed is going is was tougher was tougher than Walker is,
1: so he could be a light heavyweight champion depending on how things shake out based on his mm-hmm. style.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Hey, before we go to the next fight, look at my coffee cup. It's a cauldron. Oh, I shouldn't. Like used like that? Should've That's used, cool.
0: Should use mine. Shit.
1: My coffee cups in the other room.
0: I gotta <laughs> do yard work after this. It's hot Ugh. as
1: balls, man. I just walked three miles and I was sweating my ass off. Yeah. I'm going to do uh yoga and get on the Peloton
2: Ugh. because I'm a 41 year old white woman.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to whack weeds and repair the fence that blew down in the mini tornado <laughs> that we had the other day. Did
2: I tell you guys what happened with my, with my, uh, my flood you remember the
1: uh not my flood my my sprinkler leak remember the benadryl episode yeah yeah you said you know standing in a pool of water for unnamed reasons which you didn't actually go into detail on so now oh, okay know. so now in the fr- it was a broken sprinkler
2: <laughs> yeah so i well i near my sprinkler valves in the front of my house we had like a flooded pool of water i had a i wasn't totally sure you know i'm not I can do a little bit of indoor plumbing stuff, but outdoor irrigation, I don't know. So I bring in a guy, he tells me it's a water pressure problem and there's a there's like a valve for that and he wants to charge me what I thought was an exorbitant amount of money to fix it. So I said, okay, so I, I need a second opinion. So I get a second opinion. The guy takes, I mean, he spoke no English mm. and he takes one look at it and gives me a price that is half of what the first guy quoted me. And then I bring in a third guy who seemed to have a better solution And actually did a little bit of work to then give me a quote. So we end up going with that person. Person shows up on Thursday. The the two of them spend about an hour and a half working on it. And then he calls me outside and he goes, yeah, this is coming from your neighbor's backyard. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, son of a bitch. (laughs) So that's what I'm dealing with. I don't remember why I was going to start talking about that. But did you talk to your neighbor? yeah well they're out of town so i called her and uh she's like oh yeah uh we'll, we'll have to have someone come look at it when we get back and i'm like yeah dude what's your water bill <laughs> what
1: well, i'm like we're like hey your water bill there's yeah well the, and the weird thing is enormous. our water bill
2: never changed so which which kind of did stick oh. out in our mind because so then i talked to my neighbor on the other side who i'm friendly with and i go you see what i'm dealing with over there and he goes he goes no so i i show him and tell him he goes dude I told her two years ago they had a leak. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, the gutters are always wet. You ever notice that? Even when it's 120 fucking degrees outside? I was like, I I do notice that. He goes, yeah. After her house, completely
1: dry.
0: Yeah. I was
2: like...
1: (laughs) I would be like, hey, this may be inappropriate, but how much are you spending in your water bill? I was like, what? And
2: then the more I thought about it, when my brother in law and I were out there working on it, she opened the door because it's kind of right by her front door and sort of looked at us like, What's uh what's going on? Like she wasn't totally surprised to see us working on it. Um, so yeah, in my neighbor's backyard.
0: There's a no leak. Was it because uh, I was Tim mentioning having to repair from the cyclone? And it's yes. like super uh, that wet. is why that is Dude, why
1: I brought that up. That that video you sent was wild. <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> yo, that was like near F1 status, and it was like 15 minutes of, there wasn't was, even rain in the forecast, it, it was, <laughs> was, I literally, I went outside to turn on the grill, so we could make chicken, and my <laughs> wife, I literally walk it back in, and she sends me a screenshot of the weather channel, that says thunderstorm alert, starting in five minutes. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I go outside probably within two minutes. And the sky is a completely different color. (laughs) And suddenly what I guess was behind my neighbor's house is a thunderhead that is now above my neighbor's house. And I literally went inside. It started hailing and raining and recorded that video. And my backyard was...
1: And then uh, afterwards you went outside and cooked that chicken, right?
0: I did. The next day, (laughs) we went ahead and did the spagoot instead. Spagoot, yeah. You know, kept it simple. Kept it simple. We did end up getting some uh, carne asada fries. Yeah, it did
1: put us in the mood
0: for some of those.
1: You know, I listened that that episode, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm with Dom. I don't normally order the carne asada fries. That's not on my go-to for Mexican food. Hey, you know me. Mexican food is always. An option, yeah. but it's always going to be cheese enchiladas cheese enchiladas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I didn't
2: think
0: that that would be something you'd come home and make and be late for the podcast.
1: Oh, dude. Okay. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll make right. an entire fucking tray. And then you I'll like a like days. a red enchilada sauce or a green enchilada sauce? I'll do both. But
2: red's the go to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or a nice mole. If you have 18 hours to make it
0: <laughs> next time, next time you're out here. Uh, you got to get some text mex enchiladas.
1: No, text mex is
2: fucking no. balls. No, he doesn't need to do that. <laughs> this. I also listened to the episode and Aaron's defense of the San Antonio Zoo <laughs> over the San Diego Zoo um, is it's ridiculous. Also, I want to be. I wanted to clear something up, and this is this is also topical because so my grandma sends me this graphic breakdown. Me and my brother-in-law and my two brothers and a couple of other people, and I hate group message checks like that. Anyway, she sends us a breakdown of why people should vote yes on 26 and no on 27 in California, which we were talking about on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now her neighbor works for the tribal chair of that big casino that will remain name <laughs> us. So of course, yeah, she employed. has all these reasons for yes on 26, right? And no on 27. My grandma ends the message with just draw your own conclusions. So, I write yes on 27 and I give her my reasons. My brother in law writes yes on 27 and gives her the reasons. And she goes, no,
1: no on 27. It's
2: like, oh, so are we drawing our own conclusions or are we supposed to listen to you?
1: (laughs) Draw your own conclusions. But if it's not a no, you're
2: wrong. (laughs) The way I see it, and I would hope everyone listening would do their own research and make their own decision, but all of the big sports books say yes on
1: 27. So that is what I want. (laughs) I want it just for my own personal gambling problem. So the the (laughs)
2: argument my grandma gave was anyone with a phone will be able to bet on sports. No, they won't go to Arizona, Utah, Nevada, Florida, Pennsylvania, Colorado, any of the states where it's where it's legal. And I've done it. You have to give your social security number, your address, Mm -hmm. your driver's license number. (laughs) it, It is very clear that you are of legal gambling age in that state. They, mm-hmm. You cannot have a VPN. You cannot trick it into thinking you're somewhere that you aren't. They they have it locked down. It's very secure and safe. It's no more. You can go to fucking other websites that remain nameless and bet without doing even a tenth of that. So all of that to say, yes, on twenty seven. <laughs> This is not again, does not. And Aaron, that's, that's what I was thinking. You kept saying live betting, live betting in sports is as the event is happening. I think you meant in person betting. No. Okay. In person so. betting can still happen. So in Arizona, they have little sports books in their casinos, but most of it is done mm. from someone's phone or computer, or iPad or whatever, because it's more convenient. But if you go to the casinos in Arizona, which I love casinos, so we do, they have outlets. They have little tiny sports books, nothing like you see in Vegas, but they have them. And then, of course, the big casino out here definitely pre built that room. So, <laughs> yeah. You guys have to come out and go to the Windstar with me. The Windstar? Again, dude, again, we are closer to the greatest gambling destination in the country. Why would we go all the way there?
0: <laughs> because the Windstar is the actually world's does look cool.
2: largest casino.
1: Okay. is it
0: is. It's right on the border of Oklahoma and Texas.
1: Uh-huh. It's I'll loosen them slots.
0: <laughs> probably terrible. Because my guess is that because it's ne- north of Texas and gambling is illegal in Texas pretty much in almost every way. Um, except for the, the really sleazy ways. Um, it's where everybody goes. It's where all the fights are when Bellators around, you know, that's that's where stuff happens. So if there's fights, I think that's that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Let's continue our pickages. Uh we did pick on Aldana Chizon, if I recall correctly, we went with the decision um for Aldana, but was yeah, that's there... how most
1: that's how most female fights go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Except Molly McCann. Yeah, that's true. If it's Meatball. It yeah, Meatballs. Happen. Meatballs will give you a spinning back fist from Hell yeah. over and over and over and over again. <laughs> it's like uh, it's her only technique.
0: I Yeah, that's so... I, I watched uh, the Collier Barnett start stuff, uh, weigh and stuff. I think Collier looks uh, Collier looks good. I really do. Uh, I'm surprised that Barnett had to. <laughs> he missed weight. Came like the third t- uh, time in heavyweight history.
1: That's already missed uh, 266.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What a doesn't,
1: fat bastard. Doesn't yeah.
0: have. And he's 5'9. He's 5'9. Yeah. So, what
2: a, what a fat did bastard. He, <laughs> did he end up getting the hour and making the weight? No, he did. He did not make the weight. Oh, wow. So, are they still going to fight? They are still going to
0: fight. Um, uh, I think this is Collier's to lose. I,
1: love I will how say you, this. you try to pronounce it like Dave Coulier. Yeah, I do. It brings a smile to my face every time. I, every I time. love Dave Coulier.
2: <laughs> I don't think... Well, what did he miss
1: weight by?
0: Only two and a half pounds.
2: Yeah, so I don't think 267 and a half to 266 is anything. Whereas <laughs> like Basically, 180 to 170 is. Even 260 to 270 is not that big of a deal.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and mind you, Co- uh, Collier weighed in at the limit. So, like, these are both big boys. Oh, yeah. They both did some cutting. I don't think there's an advantage to either one. Um, Almost
1: 600 pounds of man in that
0: cage. you going to
1: break the fucking octagon.
2: Hell, yeah.
0: Do you have, a, do you have a, an early pick on it, or do you just want to stick with the main card?
2: Barnett, no, mate, spinning yeah. wheel kick. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. America's hero, Chris Barnett. Nice. Who's now who, back who on ESPN Spain. to being tagged as Spain. But remember, we saw him the other night with a US flag attached to him. Yep. ESPN now has a Spanish flag there.
0: Just because he was born there.
2: Paella all around if he wins, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Tapas for everyone. Yes. Mm, papas. I want and, papas. And fantastic Spanish wine.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, should we jump into the main card or are there any other, uh, prelims that you wanted to pick?
1: Uh, Hakeem Dawadu and Julian Juicy J. Arosa. That's going to be an exciting fight. I like, uh, I like Dawadu. Me too. As, as do I. I also think
0: he'll win it. flashing.
1: His, (laughs) his, his traps have traps. His traps have traps. Yeah, dude. He's, uh, he's got an impressive physique. Yes, he does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I doubt <it> don't. <laughs> Speaking of impressive physique, Daniel Rodriguez and Lee Jingling. Yes. I've got Lee still here. I got a D Rod. I've got okay. D Rod. I also have D Rod here. Just I think
0: Leech is going to put up a battle, though.
2: Now, I'll say this if this is one of those things where they get in the cage and it's apparent how much bigger Rodriguez is than Lee. Which very well could happen. I I want to rescind my pick. I would not bet on this either way. But mm-hmm.
1: so if 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 the leech is smart, <clears throat> he's gonna try and take it to the ground. But yep. if he's like in there, he's like, let me bang, he's going to lose. hmm I think that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna try and say, Let me bang.
0: I do. Uh his his ground, he's got a solid ground game, and that would even the odds out. Um but Rodriguez is so strong that it like it feels like it would be what Kamzat did to him. Like I feel like Kamzat, you know, just picked him up and threw him across yeah, the mean, cage in front of Dana. But it's
1: a totally different animal, too. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. Rodriguez may not have that kind of that kind of grappling. Rodriguez in does him. not
1: take does not take things to the ground. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say he does not have Hamzat's abilities. <laughs> I I do bold, I think bold statement. Yeah. Do we think this is going to go all the way then? No. Uh, uh D. Rod. Most of his fights go to decision. Uh, we I, we talked about yep. that earlier in the we week did. where yeah. he mm-hmm. has a high output. <clears throat> yeah, but he doesn't finish people. Typically.
0: Yeah, and Lee, uh, Lee is not the type to get finished either. I mean, he unless got you're unless your com's yeah. Or uh, what? What was? Uh, what? <laughs> Who was it that called him that fucking name? Trash man, <laughs> crash machine, <laughs> crash mat, uh, something.
1: Uh, crash, mat,
0: crash mat, Jimmy Changa.
1: That's what Patty Pimley yeah, called, Patty him. called him. Funny, <laughs> yeah. Other caught in the kettle black Jesus,
2: right? <laughs> other than Hamzat uh, Lee, has only been finished once back in twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah, I. You know, I'm now I'm leaning towards Rodriguez by decision. Should we do that?
1: That's what I got. Go for it. That's what I think. Yeah, You know, you get a lot of expert training at CTT. Yes. (laughs) So ridiculous.
0: China top team. Uh, Co-main, five rounds. Catch weight, even though it is the same weight.
1: They caught the same weight. This this fight's not going five rounds.
2: This is not going to go five rounds. How do you figure? (laughs) <laughs> just sold. sold a hunch so you know what's interesting here hamza was and and nate nate still is were on the books to get at least some percentage of the pay-per-view right the main event typically does mm-hmm. um less because it's not as title fight i would imagine but some percentage of the pay-per-view was was gonna go and now i wonder if it won't and i don't think it will yeah at least to hamza probably now ferguson gets it with nate I think I would since they made weight.
0: Uh, at least Nate. Oh yeah, yeah. You know Good he point. made weight. He met every contractual obligation for this yeah, fight. Yeah, so did, so so did I, Tony. Yeah, so did Tony. So I
2: feel like, and so did Kevin Holland for that matter.
0: Yeah, yeah, he really did. I, I don't think Kevin would have been in the pay per view points discussion yet, but a comms out would have been, and
2: I would be shocked if he was still. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. And, and go ahead and put the green boxer on Hamzat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually think two things. I think in like five years, people are going to look at this card as, as the one numbered pay-per-view in a string of a couple years of really strong ones where people are like, Oh yeah, that happened. And remember they moved everything around and who was that? And why did they do that? And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's this card here. I also think there is a chance. This is the one mark on Hamzat's record where people are like, wait, he he has a loss technically? Who was that to? And then we'll go back and we'll be like, oh, yeah, Kevin Holland beat him, but it was weird. He missed weight, and they said he had the leg injury, and it was mm-hmm. literally the night before the fight they changed his opponent. It, this, this could be that fight. It could be.
1: Yeah. You can't it, rule anything out. Kevin Holland's a gamer, too. Not mm-hmm. Similar to the games, but you know, yeah, similar to that. the fact that Kamaru had one loss or whatever,
2: two losses before Leon beat him a couple weeks ago. Like there, there is a version of that where where tonight is that night for Hamza.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everything stacked against him in a in a situation where I mean, would any of us pick even Barnett and Collier over him or or Walker and Kutalava? Like literally, way bigger guys. We probably still wouldn't, right? We probably still pick Hamza. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. On a night where he should beat everyone on the card, this could be the way he loses. At least, you know, before something weird happens and someone catches him with a head kick or whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Holland still has the reach. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, by six full inches. I don't know how valuable that will be. Uh, I feel like it should be, but if he's on the ground, he should be able to like tangle him up, you know, like Jalen Turner does with his long arms, but he doesn't do that. He doesn't have that IQ um, or at least the wherewithal to know he needs to escape. You know, if he, if he gets put on his back with, which comes out, we'll probably try and do. Colin's not gonna be able to do anything except sit there and absorb punishment until a ref just says you're not intelligently doing anything anymore.
2: Like, so, so Hamza has 66% takedown accuracy and 100% takedown defense and a 2.7 sub average. I think Kevin Holland is in real trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, he that's also what we said had, earlier too. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I I just didn't have the advanced stats pulled up. Just for the record, Hamzat lands effectively eight significant strikes per minute. Um. Although Kevin Holland only absorbs 2.4, that's pretty good. Um. That makes me want to say a sub. Hamzat. I definitely think Hamzat is going to submit him. Yeah. But again, I don't know if if he's going to lose a fight anytime soon. I could see it being this one just because of all the weird stuff around it. Mm Hmm.
0: Yep. I could too. For the same reason so strange looks
1: like a sociopath
0: he yeah. well you know he got the lip thing from an injury when he was a kid he was like dropped down some stairs it wasn't <laughs> a cleft palate surgery nope nope, nope. he was injured was he, fe- he was a scar from
2: an injury uh, uh he he is frightening i don't know in the way <laughs> that i say alex paheda looks like a street fighter character Kamsat kind of all Kamsat sort of looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Like the one guy who has no armor, no tools, no helmet, no anything. He's just he's just fucking brawling and he I mean, he is ready to die in that cage.
0: For yeah. like, yeah. like Tekken. Yeah. Like Tekken. Yeah. Kamsat has fatalities. We know this. Yeah. Um awesome. I, I hey, I think that Kamsat by sub makes a lot of sense especially if he does have a leg leg injury he would want to club and sub Mm -hmm. right he'd want to take him down and just choke him end the fight you know threaten an arm bar whatever it's going to be just end it i don't i don't think that Kamza wants this to be like violent retribution like it seems like connor likes to fight with a lot of the time it just seems to be like uh we have shit let's settle it i'll choke you out it's settled we're done you know Speaking what I mean? of
2: Connor, did you see what he he was in the the headlines today slash yesterday? Did you see that? <laughs> oh yeah. boy, he
1: uh, he was praising uh, Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz. Sorry,
2: yeah, he honestly like mm. Connor says, "Congrats, Nate Diaz, on making it to the end of his contractual obligations with the UFC, and as a bona fide <laughs> superstar goer, an incredible feat. Fair play. Our trilogy will happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you guys know I love Connor. Will you guys know I love Connor, but also, dude, it doesn't always have to be about you. Hey,
0: if Nate and Connor started their own promotion, like if Connor got in on Fight Inc.,
2: that would never go that way. Connor would have his own notorious MMA.
0: Probably. Yeah, probably. I could see them doing some cross promoting, though, because sure. their history yeah. is just like that's like a promotion powerhouse, highest selling pay-per-view of
2: all time. Like well, Connor, Connor could get the money, the financial backing that Nate can't. I think that's probably true, yeah. If if he was to start his own thing, but I just don't think he's interested in that. He you know. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Connor. Yeah.
0: I want to talk about the hours of Nate Diaz clips you can watch of him telling you to eat vegetables
2: cuz that mm-hmm. is
0: hilarious. <laughs> There's like literally compilations of him saying that a hundred times yeah. in various. He is a forms. vegan, right? He
2: he has a vegan chef that travels with him, etc.
0: Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Do you think that the the vegan power is going to shine through for Nate, or do you think that he's going to be the dog for the right reason in his farewell?
1: I think Tony's going to win this fight, which is insane. And mm-hmm. I actually think that Tony may retire after that fight too.
0: Mm. Wow. Double retire? Two glo- two pairs of gloves in the octagon?
1: That you know, I was thinking that as well, but Nate is gonna do something. It's just maybe it's a retirement from the UFC. I think mm-hmm. Tony's gonna hang it up. Mm. Uh yeah. Yeah. Nate Nate says he's only halfway through. Um
2: man, the advanced stats for them are almost identical. Yeah. Like Tony has a 50 percent knockout rate to 24 percent for Nate, but Nate has a 57 percent sub to 31 for Tony. They both go to decision 19 percent of the time. Their average fight times are the same. Their average knockdowns are effectively the same. Significant strikes are within a half a strike. They absorb the same amount. Their defense is the same. Their grappling numbers are very, very similar. It's just a -- I have no idea."
0: This is like, literally uh this could be one of the only fights you know you know when you play roulette you get that wild hair up your ass and you're like i'll i'll throw a five dollar chip
2: on double zero green yeah and then it hits one in 125 times and you're like i'm a roulette genius yeah
0: exactly this is like one of those fights where i would not feel like a total dud for betting on a draw like mm. they could literally have a five round war that I
2: do expect it to go the distance.
0: I do too. I I'm really leaning towards that way. I, I picture them both on the ground and I think they'll be able to escape one another's of, of, offense. First of all, like they'll be able to get around each other's submission attempts. And I think they'll just stand back up. And I think that Nate can take whatever Tony's going to throw and Tony's going to miss a lot. And t- Nate's going to taunt him for it and slap him a few times, and nobody's going to know how to score anything. And then I think we'll end up with like a, a split decision or a draw. It's, it's weird. I, I just can't see one of them running away with it. Outside of maybe Tony, that's the thing. I can I see, see Tony ton- dominating it.
1: I could really? see Tony
0: taking him down. And just like one or two takes uh, four, I would say three to six takedowns in the whole fight. And I could see Tony getting them. Dominating him how?
1: Uh, Volume. and Yeah, yeah. I I think it's volume. I don't think it's going to go to the ground because neither have been prolific in their ability to take it to the ground. It's more of a happenstance when it does go to the ground. They have excellent jujitsu to be able to throw throw up submissions. But if it stays standing, I think Tony just overwhelms them. Yeah. They go back and forth a little bit. You're always I'm always gonna be concerned about the amount of scar tissue that Nate Diaz has in his fucking forehead. Yeah, um, a lot. Yeah. And I think this goes to the decision. Leon and Edwards he, again. Well No, I mean, Tony's not a as weird, good as that's a, Yeah, that's such a weird fight. Because <laughs> Leon took his foot off the gas. I don't think Tony knows how to do that. That's true. That's true. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pressure all the time. So some interesting
2: numbers here, while the the advanced stats are almost identical, Tony is a minus 120 favorite, according to the UFC's website, plus 100 for Nate. That's really close. It gets really interesting otherwise, though. Tony is basically a strong underdog any other way. So here's what I mean. Over one and a half. Oh, no, that's total round. Sorry. Um, odds to win by knockout, minus 150 for Nate, plus 1,800 for Tony. By sub plus 225 for Nate, plus 1200 for Tony. And this one, odds to win by decision, Nate for plus 550, Tony Ferguson by decision, plus 2200.
1: Give me that.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, $10 wins you $220 on that. Yeah. $100 wins you $2,200. $2, I would put $100 on that. That wins you very well could be walking away with more than two thousand dollars in winnings that's that line makes not all that much sense to me.
1: mm hmm. the thing though, it's like they made this fight twenty four hours before yeah, it's going to take place <laughs> The lines are probably going to be somewhat inaccurate, right. Yeah, the real loser here is the sports books, right? They
2: just had to void basically every ticket that was made. Yeah Yeah. I'm moving this decision box
0: over to Tony's. okay, because I think I think that that's probably how it's going to go. That's fun. I'm looking forward to it. Guess what? The fights start for me and you just in a different time zone, but still at the same moment
1: <laughs> in yep.
0: five and a half hours,
1: five and a half hours time that is mean, relative to your position.
0: That means that this episode will be up in approximately one hour after I throw the bumpers on it and put it up on everything. <laughs> so everyone listen to it, watch the fights, go to the pretty neat Tell your friends that in order for you to hear advertisements about cleaning your ball sack, mm-hmm. that you, you the listener, member of the fellowship, need to get a friend to listen to the Pretty Podcast. And we will make that advertisement happen for you. <laughs> you can only do Anchor so many more times. Anchor's great. It's everything you need in one place, as they say. But come on we got to get some ball-washing coupons. Ball-washing? Yeah. That's what I'm here for.
1: Ball-washing 2024. Just, everybody should wash their balls. <laughs> everybody should, should know the most effective and efficient way to wash those balls, and we're here for that.
0: Yeah, we are here for that. I want to put Derek Lewis up here, and I want him to talk about how he treats his, his hot balls. His
1: hot, sweaty balls?
0: Yes. What should we call this episode? <laughs> uh, P uh, PNP re, repicks
2: <laughs> UFC 279 got chest kicked and nobody saw it or something I don't know
0: <laughs> we'll figure something out we're going to pivot on the title <laughs> alright clean balls 2024 enjoy the fights today everyone hey you know why I love MMA so much
2: that is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together. It, it you know what? Islands <laughs> really does bring people together. Yes, let's get back.